here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. The New Japan PuroCast is proudly sponsored by GaijinCollectibles.com. Your number one source for Japanese wrestling merchandise ships straight from Japan to your mailbox. Check out their selection of in-stock merch like t-shirts, action figures, magazines, trading cards, or use their purchasing service to order items from Japanese websites like the New Japan Shop. Like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter, GaijinCollectibles.com. everyone welcome to this week's edition of the new japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside as always by mr damon mcdonald it is sunday april 30th and damon we have got a lot to talk about today coming up this week wednesday may 3rd we are going to be previewing the big wrestling dantaku show from fukuoka but first we have got two Road 2 shows to review here this morning. Yeah, busy, busy morning. We heard the music. Uh, everybody's all charged up and excited. They got their uh, notification that a new show is in their uh, podcast catcher. Is that a podcast? Is it podcast catcher? It is song? a um, hmm, podcast catcher. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Well, I don't think I don't think it's the technical term. People uh, subscribe to our RSS feed and they, they get the do. show. That's how it's done. And then uh, they uh, come Sunday night, Monday morning. Everybody's excited. So uh, we have a busy, busy show. Uh, lots to talk about here, and uh, lots of news to get to. And uh, let's 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 jump right in, Colin, because listen, we don't have time to waste. We don't have time to dilly dally. We ain't got time to talk about Cody Rhodes. We ain't got time to talk about. We get heat set for that so bad. We do. <laughs> uh, we're not saying he's bad. Fun. No, we're not saying he's good either. <laughs> we're saying he's a, a solid he's, worker. He's a he's he's right there in the middle. He's a he's a he's a tall glass of water. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what he is. All right. Uh yeah, Colin. What you think of these shows? We had uh, we had. A lot of excitement going in. I know you were excited about a lot of these uh, matches on these shows. I was as well. Uh, give me your overall take of these past two shows um, and your general feelings walking out of those. Well, my overall take is actually quite simple. I thought that these were both um, good, solid shows, enjoyable okay. shows with at least one must-see match. Yeah, 
Um, between the two shows or on, on each show? Between the two shows, one must-see match. All right, so yeah, that's that's a C-plus kind of weekend, right? Yeah, again, not bad, nothing bad. Mm-hmm. Just average to very good with one blow-away match. Yeah. Uh, I was – well, I think we both are in agreement of the blow-away match. I think that Takahashi-Ricochet match was out – standing literally modern pro wrestling that that is what what you saw uh in in those 15 minutes given to those two gentlemen modern fast-paced give it all you got exciting innovative uh dangerous pro wrestling at its best in that match absolutely zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds 21st century state-of-the-art pro wrestling yeah and, and here we are, what, the, the 30th day of April. We're coming up on May 1st, uh, almost at the halfway point of the year already, Colin, which boggles my mind. That's crazy. It, it really is. It feels like I was just, you know, at the Tokyo Dome. New year. Yeah, it really does. I, I'm, not, I'm not lying. It really feels like I just got home. Uh, but we're already May. Um, I'm going to throw something out here. I'm going to throw something out. And I, don't th- I haven't heard this mentioned. I've heard a lot of uh, uh, positive praise. But I haven't heard anyone go so far as to say what I'm going to say right now. But I think everybody's thinking it, but maybe it hasn't passed through their lips. Say it. I think Takahashi is, again, I think Okada is head and shoulders. But I think Takahashi is is your wrestler of the year if there was no Okada. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And like you said, it's still very early in the year, but I'm already thinking ahead to the PuroCast year-end awards for 2017, mm-hmm. and I was thinking to myself the other day, you know, there is a possibility that for Wrestler of the Year in 2017, we are going to see our first junior heavyweight make that list, and it's going to be Hiromu Takahashi. I think right now, again, we're not quite at the halfway point, but we're we're close enough that we can talk about it. It's He's he's in a not even in a second place. For me, he is a solid. You're going to have a tough time move him moving him out of the way. Kind of year. It's a close Takahashi. horse race. Well, I mean, listen. I think Okada is your number one pick so far. I, I I just just the body of work that he's been able to put on and the consistency that he's been able to do it. It's it's bordering on one of those magical runs, you know. Um, I saw somebody write, you know, it's comparable to a flare in 89 where he had those magical steamboat matches and then followed it right up with those Terry Funk matches. Tremendous year. Or Brian Daniels. Um, It's it's a. One of those years that will be marked as and again, we're only halfway through. It's going to be one of those years for Okada because we haven't even hit G1 season yet. You know, we haven't even hit these the the G one Long Beach. We haven't even hit Dominion. We haven't even hit the Tourney. He we still have a lots of lots of fun coming up. But Okada right now is is head and shoulders above everybody else. But that number two spot to me is solid. There's no wiggle room. That's my pick right now is Takahashi, who to me is is the most exciting guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
Absolutely. I am in full agreement, Damon. And when I go back and I think of my favorite matches of the year thus far, of course, I'd have to say that Omega versus Okada from the Dome is number one. But number two, probably Takahashi versus Dragon Lee from New Beginning. I, I, I love that match, and I think that this Ricochet match is uh, nipping at its heels. Yeah, I, 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 look, I think, you know, for me, if we're talking matches, Okada probably has the top two. Not probably. He, for me, he does have the top two. Being Omega and, and Shibata. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's – those two are just incredible. Um, again, but you have Elgin and Naito in that mix when we talk about uh, matches of the year. Great and then, match. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a fantastic match. But that Dragon Lee uh, – Takahashi match, man, that was just a fucking train wreck. And and Colin, I'm not going to hand wave you and say that you're out of your mind to have that as your second favorite match because it was a f- tremendous match, absolutely am- amazing match. Um, he's the most exciting guy to me right now. Uh, and New Japan, talk about getting behind a guy, right? I here's the thing, everybody kind of sits and, and ponders when they do their fantasy booking in their minds. And they're like, well, you know, it seems to me in, in modern pro wrestling that a guy can't hold on to a belt for more than, you know, six months. Or, you know, if, if we get into like seven and eight months, people start getting antsy, right? People start like, oh, my God, you know, why isn't this guy have the title? You know, I think Okada is coming up on a year this June. Yeah. So to me. Uh, you know, people start to get antsy, especially with a title like the junior. Any anything juniors, people just want it to be flip flopped around, right? I say hold on to that belt as for a, a year. I want because here's the thing. I personally, what I would love to see is just the the wide variety of of matches that Takahashi can have with just a wide variety of different opponents. Like we haven't even seen an Osprey match. We haven't even seen a uh, again. It's debatable where you want to put W, but we haven't seen that. Uh, I don't think he would put W in the junior heavyweight class. I mean, listen, he did come. I mean, he he's not being billed as a junior. That's that's for certain, right? I mean, matches with uh, Okada and um, you know all the tag matches that he seems to be thrown into. These are heavyweights. Uh, although you know at the Dome he did wrestle ACH, and I think ACH would be more considered a junior. Right. Um, I think you could go either way. I, I wouldn't. It, I mean, Kota Obushi was in the classic. Right. I don't know. You could go either way with that. But it seems like a New Japan W is more of a heavyweight. But OK, great. We, let's say we don't see that. There's so much. I mean, I mean we, we came off the, the Taguchi matches, which 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 were pretty, which pretty solid. I, I just love the idea of having him hold on to the belt and just mow through as many people as you can. And and let's be patient. Let's let's wait for the right guy, right? Takahashi is the hottest guy in the promotion to me. He's just got this this buzz and charisma, at least with, with the, the, the hardcores, right? At least with the hardcores. Yeah. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait for the right guy. Let's make it the right guy to take that strap from him. And I love the fact that, um, at least to me, the junior heavyweight title right now, because it's on Takahashi and because he has been having the matches that he's been having, the junior heavyweight title is like 
number number two title in the company, um, at, at least from my point of view. And we, when was the last time you could say that about the junior heavyweight title? That it's like you know neck and neck with at, at least the IC title. I, I think it's a, I think it's a, still a notch below. But that's but it's but here's the thing that notch is gotten closer in my. I'm excited to watch these junior matches. Exactly, that's my point. Uh, yeah. It hasn't been this exciting in a long time to watch this junior heavyweight division. The, the talent's always been there. It's the fact that, and trust me, I'm a Kushida guy. You are. I, I am a Kushida guy. There's just something about Takahashi that, that man, he makes me want to watch. And he makes, there's, I'm, I'm sorry, you, you, if you get a singles match with that clown, you're gonna get some fun stuff. He's a nut. <laughs> well, speaking of which, and um, we're we're gonna talk about more Takahashi as we uh, review these shows. But have you checked out Takahashi's match with Marty Skrull from Rev Pro? I haven't yet. Was it good? Yes, very good. It is up on NJPW World right now. All mm. of the uh, Rev Pro matches from their big show earlier this month. There's a Goto match, a Takahashi match. Um, right. Good stuff. Definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's on my two dues. Yeah, uh, he's having a great year. Look, I uh, and I, I think with the buzz and the way that he has been booked, New Japan has. We talk about that rocket pack. They strap that thing on this guy, and he is tearing through everybody, and it's awesome. Other promotions like, should be taking notes you on how to book a star properly. Right, you would think that that would be the blueprint. It's quite right? simple. Be- NJPW's got it down to a science. It's simple. Yeah, it really is. Have simple. him win matches. How about that? <laughs> right, cleanly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Definitively. Well, yeah, d- d- that's the thing. You, that's the word. Definitively, right? Uh, uh, so to me, that was that was hands down match of the of the weekend. What did you think of? Um, let's skip around a little bit. What did you think of? Uh, the main event for we're calling it night one um gocho and suzuki what what would what would what was your take on that i have a lot to say about this match actually um it started off a little slow for me but the point in the match where things really uh got kicked into high gear was when gotoh and suzuki were just blasting each other with these forearms. That was the turning point of the match for me, where things started to turn around, and I started to really get into it to say, "All right, this is this is a fight now." Um, from that point on, I thought the match was very good to great, but mm. I do have one little problem, and this stemmed from, uh, well, events that happened towards the end of the match. I think. Um, Damon, do you remember a little match? I think I think you uh, referred to it earlier. A little match that Okada had with Katsuyori Shibata. Remember yes, that match? I think so. Um, ended the guy's career for crazy. yeah, yeah. It ended the guy's <laughs> career. So you would think that New Japan would take a look at that and kind of say, "Hmm, Uh-oh, you know, I know what? Where you're going. We should really we should really keep headshots uh, to a minimum to to a minimum or eliminate them completely." And what happens in this match? Goto gets blasted full force with a chair right on his head. Yeah. What the uh, hell? Yeah. Um, 
I, I didn't like I that just because it was I, it was stupid. Yeah, look, uh, I uh, I'm really in an uncomfortable spot in the sense that Khan, I've always said guys can do what they feel they need to do in a match. Right. And I've always been that guy. But I saw that, too. And I knew people were kind of going to get a little uh, uproar. And, I mean, I think it's a, it's a valid point in the sense that, it, 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 given where we are, right, given where um, Shibata is, and apparently, I think he either had surgery, another surgery, just before we hit record on this, or it's shortly after. So sometime around now, he's had another surgery. I'm sure there'll be an update as soon as we hit the stop button. <laughs> right, seriously. Um, it did seem like it really wasn't one of those things that was thought out very well and taken into consideration. Another thing, Colin, if you notice in those video packages, yes, that headbutt spot is in every one of those video packages. Well, look, it's it's certainly uh, an iconic image. Okay, it is. Do we need to have it in that? I mean, that, I mean, no. I think everybody's kind of pointing their finger at that one headbutt spot of being the, the, you know, the reason why we're all in a hubble 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 We're all upset. I don't know if that's something that we want to continue to put in video packages, is it? No, I don't think it's something that you should advertise, even though, like right. I said, it is a, uh iconic moment at this point. It is. But let's not make it any more iconic, all right? No. <laughs> right? And, it is what it is. And uh, let me ask you this question. Um, if, if, this, if this match, this Never Openweight title match, if it didn't have that chair shot, would it still be a good match? Yes. Right. It, I, I think the chair spot was completely unnecessary. And, again, to the head. I, again, I, they didn't, listen, they're pro wrestlers. I want to say they know what they're doing, right? I want to say that they are trained and well-versed in the art of throwing head chair shots. I don't think you could learn how to take a chair shot to the head. I think that I don't, I don't listen. I I can't speak on that intelligently. I can't speak on hardly anything. How do you learn to fall <laughs> off a twenty foot ladder? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's uh, I again. I, I I struggle with saying you can't do that in a ring and wagging my finger. I Here's the thing, though. If you want to do that, there, there are ways to take a chair shot to the head where you know you get your hands up and you shield yourself. Yeah, do that. That's fine. Uh, listen, why? There's a a twenty hundred million things you could do. Twenty hundred million. I can't wait to see that quote on Reddit. <laughs> there's twenty hundred million ways you can get from point A to point B. You don't need the chair shot to the head. Like why? Like I don't know. How at that point? You know what? If you told me chair shot to the head or fucking missed. I'll take the mist every time. At least with the mist, um, it doesn't lead to uh, potential concussions down <laughs> it, down the road. At least I don't think so. It's a very heavy mist, Colin. <laughs> it, it is, and and we did see some heavy mist. Yeah. Um. So I, I again, on the one hand, I am the guy that's going to tell you, hey, listen, they're pro, they can do what they need to do, blah 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 blah. blah. But on the other hand, again, you have 
countless ways that you could have gotten from point A to point B to lead to Goto taking the, the, the stuff pile driver and and dropping the strap. Colin, this match, to me, you, you, you made mention about how you felt like, okay, it felt slow, built up to a certain spot, and then uh, the thing kicked into second gear um, or third gear or whatever gear, higher gear. It took a uh, while for things to get heated. It felt that way too, but to me, I, I felt like it never got to that second level. Like I kept waiting for that second level and bullshit would occur, right? So I would think, okay, here we go. This is where we pick up. This is where, this is where you know, the gears start grinding. Interference. Bullshit from Bushi. Or not Bushi, El Desperado. They're one and the same. Who the fuck cares, right? <laughs> um, I mean, seriously. Is there, is there any difference between Bushi and El Desperado? I think Bushi's uh, a little smaller. Okay, great. What, what have you. To me, they're the same people at this point. Um, but bullshit interference. You know, and it just kept taking me out of the match. Like, there was interference throughout the entire weekend. You know, or week or whatever. Uh, and and to me, like, there's, there's, there comes a point where enough is enough. And right? it's time for a change. And it's time for a change. Like, that's this is exactly why I, I loathe the idea of heel factions, right? And it's, and it's every one of them. It's Bullet Club. It's Suzuki Goon. It's... Uh, Lij, it's everyone. Out of all those heel factions, though, um, which one to you holds the most weight? Holds the most stock? Right now? Yeah. Which which, which one isn't um, laughable? In other words, at this point, Lij, well, right? Like, I no, I don't even think. I don't even. I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think. I think they're higher than Bullet Club in the sense. Like they just feel hotter, right? Um, but Bullet, I mean, keep in mind, Fale's going into Dantaku, you know, in the main event. That's true. Kenny Omega's going in in, in the semi-main event. And if you look around, the, the Bullet Club shirts are still a plenty. Listen, you go to any any indie show in this country alone, it, you know, they're, they're everywhere. They're, they're not. They're, that's not going anywhere anytime soon, right? Um. They're going to milk that. Again, I've said it a thousand times in previous shows. The day you don't see Bullet Club is the day when those T-shirts don't sell. That's that's the bottom line. Um, but, yeah, I think LIJ is, is a little bit more front and center. But uh, I say that. We're going into Don Taku. We got Fale headlining. We got Omega. Uh, Omega and Ishii. Yeah. So, yeah. To me, it you know, I would be thrilled if I never saw Suzuki going again. Well, and I would, yeah. I, I was just gonna say that's uh, that's pretty much what Rapongi Vice said after they won the titles and it cut a promo at the end. Yeah, that nobody would... said we're, we're everyone's sick of Suzuki Goon, and I said to myself, you know what, I I kind of agree. <laughs> Let me ask you this: if that meant no more Minoru Suzuki, would would you be on board? See, that's the thing. I I like Suzuki in New Japan. I want to see him in in the G1 Climax. I mean, just thinking about the matches that he could have with. Could you imagine Suzuki versus Omega? What kind of a match would that be? I think, you know, here's what worries me about G1. 
do you know what this Gocho Suzuki match felt like? And and somebody made mention, and I was like, that's a great point, and I'm going to steal it. Um, a G1 main event in a city where yeah, there's right. just a show going on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly I, I, I I got that same like. vibe. I got the same vibe. Right, where it's, yeah, it's just like a block A in the middle of, you know, nowhere Japan. Right, some farm uh, town. They're having a G1 show. This yep. is the main event. Here we go. Yep. And it, it's solid, but nothing right. we're going to be talking about at the end of the year. No, no. And that's where, that's that's the problem. The problem is that we are so spoiled with our New Japan main events that when you get a match that is solid, it's good, not bad, you're left like, ah. You know, you're kind of left, I don't want to say defeated or deflated, but I felt like this match was flat. I felt like this match never found its second gear. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I am a little disappointed in that. I was really looking forward to that, to this match. I thought this match was going to be, I don't want to go on record and say a lot better, but I, I think there was something missing. And I think uh, that something missing was a second gear. And trust me, every time I thought we were getting that second gear, Colin, we would see some dumb bullshit interference. Uh, I think the chair shot was unnecessary. Um, Especially that, for it, a match. You know, if you're going to have a chair shot like, like like that in a match, at least, you know, at least make the match something that we're going to be talking about at the end of the year. And now, this won't, this, this won't sniff any, any talk of... Not not with the year New Japan's having. No, no, no. And you know what? In any other promotion, on any other show, I mean, this is this is a great match. But I still, still think it's a great match. But well, you know what? I don't think it's a great match. I take that back. I don't think it was a great match. I thought it was a very good match. The moments that did it for me were, like I said, towards the home stretch where Suzuki is just slapping the shit out of Goto. And Goto is just out of it. And then yeah. he finally gives him the gotch pile driver for the win. I thought that was great. I thought that was a great moment. But the match as a whole, uh, not not a very satisfying meal, Damon. Did you say satisfying? I did. <laughs> we, we were talking about this earlier. We were talking about <laughs> phrases that we hated. Uh, and you know how, like, all these videos now, it's like, you know, dominoes falling or, um, you know, ice cream coming out of a machine. And it's like everything's satisfying now. A satisfying, that's just another little thing that just drives me ugh. nobody said these things five years ago like people are just making up things to say but this so, match was not very satisfying for you <laughs> say it it was not satisfying there you go <laughs> makes me skeeve um so no it wasn't it was um again uh, not that we do it a lot but not not i thought it was going to be more I really did. I thought, I thought they worked very more. hard, though, uh, Suzuki and Goto. That's the thing. Like they, they certainly gave a, a great effort, and they beat the hell out of each other. But I don't know. Some something about the formula of this match, maybe something about the chemistry between Suzuki and Goto. It just it just didn't click as a whole. I see, and I thought it would be. I thought it would be a nice. I thought it would be a puzzle piece. You know what I mean? I thought it would fit perfectly. Um, yeah. I, I mean, again, it was one match. It was I, – I don't think there's anything to be concerned with with either guy. It was just a match that, you know, listen, they can't all be fucking home runs, right? Right. They can't and all be a home runs. It looks like they're going to continue their feud, Suzuki and Goto. So I think it's safe to say we're going to see another match 
a rematch for the Never title uh, between these two. And we'll say we'll we'll see if they can kick it into that uh, that next gear in their rematch. But yeah. um, did you? Um, let me ask you this: Did you? Uh, oh, I forgot my question. No, never mind. Go. You were okay. you going to ask me about snowflakes? Is that where we were going? Well, yeah, yeah. You know what? You can throw in this. Yeah, I, I do want to know that, but that wasn't it. And and my Alzheimer's has kicked in. So give me your snowflakes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. I'm gonna go a solid four. No more. No less. Hmm. That's what my gut tells me. Because when it did get going, I did get into it. Am I going four? And I think um, I, I think you need to to complement uh, the efforts of both guys. I mean, they like I said, they really did kill each other here. Three and three quarters. Three and three quarters. <laughs> That's that sounds like a rating it, I would give. It really does. Uh, everybody's like fucking you with your quarters. Um, I don't I, like if if I'm doing it Meltzer style. And I'm just going with my gut and how I feel when I when I, you know, turn off the TV. I I don't think it was a four. I I didn't feel four. I thought it was high three. It didn't hit four for me. You know what? Sorry. I'm I'm not gonna fault you for not giving Thank it you. four. I'm not gonna fault you. Um, I th- I think it it sounds like at the end of the day, I enjoyed this match a little bit more than you did. Yeah, I think I think that's fair to say. But we we are in agreement though that at the end of the day, this match as a whole is just you know main event of a G one show out in some farm town. Yeah, it's gonna be good. But you know, at the end of the day, nothing blow away. Um, but there was but another. I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, I, I, I keep cutting you off. I'm my bad. Um, did you want to give me some flakes for uh, Ricochet and uh, Takahashi? Uh, not yet, because I oh. wanted to talk about the other title match that happened on this show from okay. Hiroshima, and that was for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Titles. Damon, you know, I know that we have said a lot about Tai Chi, and we've said a lot about Suzuki Goon on this podcast, but I want to go on record, and I want to say that. This match was the best Tai Chi Kenamaru match since Suzuki Goon's return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I'm going to say another another word that you hate. Yeah. I'm going to say don't. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, that's that's your okay. number one. Uh, don't sleep on this match, kids. Uh, I thought that this was a good match. I really enjoyed it. Even even with the shenanigans, even with uh, Tai Chi uh, um, taping. The, the hammer to his boot. I yeah. thought that all the shenanigans kind of made Rapongi Vice's win uh, mean a little more at the end. That's the end goal, I think, with all the shenanigans. Anytime you see the bullshit that we call, um, that you're trying to get the baby face over and, you know, overcoming odds and, you know, fighting through all the, all the bullshit to get the wins. Um, it's funny that you brought up that spot because that spot had me howling. because uh his young lady at ringside had the roll of tape and she couldn't find the um where the tape ended right yeah it it, it was like a roll of like electronic like black electronic tape yeah so she's trying to find where the the tape starts so she can you know pull you know unravel it and they they could start wrapping the the, that felt like 
it took, uh, you know, it, it didn't, but it felt like it took 10 minutes to get set up. Good thing she had nails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. She didn't even wind up doing it. it was, <laughs> he he took, the, took the roll of tape and give me that give goddamn me that. tape. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and uh, he, he, he actually found it pretty quickly and was able to uh, secure said hammer to his foot. And uh, he gave the kick, and that and that led to the end, right? The, he kicked out Romero. Was, was it was it Romero or was it Beretta? It was that Beretta kicked? that kicked out of ah. the uh, the hammer kick, shall we call yeah. it? Yeah, and then that actually wound up hurting Tai Chi. He goes outside the ring, and then uh, away we go, right? All right. You like this match, huh? Yeah, I I got really into it actually. I th- I think it's because my expectations were were set Zero. so low. Exactly. I mean, come on, Tai Chi and Kanemaru, um I, I'm never looking forward to a Tai Chi match, but like I said, I think that this was their best tag match since Suzuki Goon's return in January, and I think that this match is really a testament to how good uh, not only Beretta but Rocky Romero are uh, as pro wrestlers and as a tag team. I I, I think they're that, that they're one of the best tag teams in the business today. Actually, I know we started. We we wanted to get the. Um... The Beretta for uh, best of the Super Juniors going, and we start, we try, You see, somebody tried. Uh, somebody linked to us. He yeah, had, I did. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I read it, right? the name. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I have this whole fucking <laughs> nine paragraph layout of how Beretta makes a uh, uh, a big run. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's, good for you. It's catching on. Yeah, it's for, you know, I, I like I like uh, Beretta a lot. I think he I think he's one of those underrated guys that we talk about. Uh, so I don't know where that goes when it comes to best of the super junior. I don't know if, if getting the, the titles hurts his chances of going far. Um, I don't think so. Nah. No, I, I really don't. Yeah. Because it's I mean, like, okay, he's he's one half of the junior tag champs. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he, he can still be think... uh, a title holder and uh, go to the finals. Yeah. That's best of the super juniors is going to be sweet too, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this so much. I can't wait for them to release the whole list of participants. Yeah. I mean, just on the poster that we talked about last week, there's some names on there that you could really sink your teeth into. Takahashi, some... Dragon Lee. Yeah. The problem is is um, there's so many good potential matchups that there's no possible way that you could see them all, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those things where you just, it'll, it'll, it'll never happen. But yeah, um, yeah, Dragon Lee and, and Osprey and Ricochet, Kushida. And again, even, you know, the 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 uh the veterans, the seniors of the group, you know, your ligers and tiger masks. Well, maybe not tiger masks, but uh, I will say this. Uh and I know that we're gonna get into each of these shows, but um you know what I really enjoyed during this past couple days? What's that? Was was that young lions uh, tag match with Liger and um, Tiger Mask. Yeah, I've really enjoyed that match. I, I dare I say that I would be thrilled just having Liger and Tiger Mask in that mix all the time with those young lions. That was uh, Liger, Kawato, and Tomoyuki Oka mm-hmm. versus Tiger Mask, Kitamura, and Umino. Red Shoes. Loved son. it. I love that match. I thought that match was really well done for the time that they had. It, and, and here's the thing. The, the first spot is like Tiger Mask doing a dive outside the ring, at, you know, channeling his inner ricochet, you know, just going full balls out to the wall um, in the first minute. 
he didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that was a match where I thought, you know, you got all these young lions in there. Let them do the heavy lifting. Like, if anything's going to be a night off for those two, Liger and Tiger Mask, it would be a match like that. And they didn't. They were in the ring more often than not, it felt like, in the beginning. Uh, and then the young lions got their time to shine. I, I Look, I think everybody's on board with these young lions, man. I think I think everybody is is solidly behind them. I don't think anybody is is or is are watching these matches and 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 have the fast forward button. You know, I I think everybody's into this crop. And let me ask um, you this: while we're on uh, the subject of young lions, do you see any of the new crop of young lions perhaps taking part in Best of the Super Juniors? Hmm. Because I feel like you can easily stick no. a Kawato or yeah. a Kitamura in there. I'm not sure about an Oka. He might be uh, a bit too stocky for this tournament. But then again, look at Beretta. He's like six foot six. Yeah, <laughs> you really good. <laughs> he is a giant among men. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't see that. How about Finley in Best of the Super Juniors? No, I don't think. I don't think they're 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 looking at him. Hmm. You well, listen. I, I take a look at him. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I, yeah, that that scales gimmicked if he's if he's making it. Um, Maybe he's still hurting. Colin, everywhere. I, here's the thing. Everywhere I'm looking, they're they're. I I don't want to say that we start bandwagons, man. But we started this this. What's going on with Finley bandwagon? Um, now everywhere you look, it's uh, what's going on with Finley. Finley's lost in the shuffle. Finley's this. Um, he's lost in the shuffle. He's lost in the yeah, shuffle. He he needs to go on a. A little, uh, little walkabout, yeah. shall we say, to to find himself in this in this wrestling world that we. I'm live telling in. you, Mexico, Colin. That's the place to go. That's 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 the place I want to go. I know well, that's the place you should. Go. Maybe you listen. Why don't you two go together? Yeah, you we and can, Finley. Uh, we yeah, can maybe maybe take some peyote. Find ourselves. <laughs> Woo! This sounds sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. Start uh, seeing coyotes. um no but this this young lions match this uh, was the first match first night yep hiroshima first match first night i loved it i thought that match to me that that match made the the first half of that show i think that 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 shined above just about everything else first half of that show um again we'll get into it a little bit deeper in in a moment or two but and i know that we talked about how they were missing on those previous shows, Liger and Tiger Mask, right? Yeah, where were they? Where's Liger? Where's Tiger Mask? Dude, where they have, I've said it before. I feel like this is the rehash show where we've said things before. There's so much talent on that new Japan roster. I mean, listen right now, as those shows were going on, Michael Elgin's in Sayreville, New Jersey. (laughs) That's right. And uh, I, I, I hear that Michael Elgin isn't planning on returning to New Japan until July. So I guess he'll be making his return for the G1. That's that's the way it smells right now, right? Um, young Bucks the same way, right? Um, well, I think know, the Young, young Bucks will be. They they might be in uh, Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah, they, yeah, they'll be they'll be earlier, right? But I'm just, I mean, this this whole road to Dontaku stuff and Dontaku itself, you know, it's kind of. People are staying home. They're not flying guys in. Where's Where's Davy Boy Smith Jr.? Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't seen that kid in uh, quite some time, and he, yeah. he he's a guy to me nope. who I mean, th- there's a lot of open slots in the G1 this year, 
like we said. How about Davy Boy Smith Jr. filling the Holma place, for instance? He he was in what I feel is one of the best G ones ever, the the 2014 one. He was yeah, in that he, one. He did, he did great. He had a great match with Tanahashi that everyone should go back and check out. Uh, he, I think that uh, that's a to me that's a no brainer. I would I would put him in. Well, I mean, you look at all the people that were hurt, and I'm not saying that he would have a spot, but Azuka's hurt now. Yeah, Azuka, I believe, uh, he suffered a broken left ankle. How the fuck does he do that? <laughs> I don't know. Um... He tripped over somebody's purse <laughs> running through the crowd. Yeah, probably while he's on that leash. Right. Uh, dangerous, dangerous. Yeah, but he's like, there has been some bad luck. In New Japan, when it comes to injuries, as yeah, I'm like, there's guys. been a there's been a black cloud of of injuries over it really Japan. Has. It really has. I mean, it's uh, dare I say alarming, and they're all none of them are related, obviously. But it's just um, are you trying to say it's a conspiracy, Damon? <laughs> yeah, all Japan has a has a tripwire <laughs> to trip up Izuka as he scrolls through the crowd. I, I think somebody should look into it. All right, listen. I'll, I'll get. I'll have you uh, be my guy on that. All right, you you look into that. Make some phone calls. Uh, all right. To wrap up say? night one, though. Um, oh, we're uh, we're wrapping up night one. All right. Oh well, I just wanted to um, ask you what your your favorite match was from night one because it sounds to me like you enjoyed the second night a little better. But if you had to yes. pick one match from night one, um, wh- which one did you enjoy the best? Hmm. You're gonna laugh, but I really enjoyed that opening tag. I knew you uh, were gonna say that, and you might laugh, but I really enjoyed the junior tag title match. That that's probably my favorite match from uh from night one from Hiroshima. I I, I really enjoyed those. I was disappointed in Goto and Suzuki, but it was still a very good match. But maybe it was because I was disappointed. I don't know, I just felt better coming out of that 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 meaningless opening tag. Like, um, how could that possibly be? In, in a match where Oka won with a Boston Crab. Crab, right, right. On Umino. Right. Um, that, that that had me going pretty – that had me feeling pretty I – mean, what else was on this show? Help me re- refresh my memory. Well, so you had was... the, the junior tag. And, and that, listen, I liked your match. I thought your match – I think you might be right in the sense that that was probably the most enjoyable um, Tai Chi and, and – uh, Kind of moral match yeah. that they've had. I think so I think far. it surprised a lot of people. I really do. Yeah, and that and that's not to say this was a classic, but no. Uh, yeah, as far as they their matches go, it was. Listen, I was I didn't feel like I was going to vomit afterward. Right? No, look, look um, no, nothing was a classic on this card. I yeah, mean, what else do we have? Uh, it was Yano and Osprey versus El Desperado and Takamichinoku. Okay, so Osprey picking up more wins. Right. Right, and thank God because the, talk about a guy that's just been lost in the shuffle, right? Yeah, that Everybody, that's something that we can take away uh, from this match at least. I I think he's winning best of the. What do you think? Do you think he's winning best of the Super Junior? I I said it last week. I think yeah. I I'm I'm calling it Osprey, uh, two years in a row. Yeah, I said Kushida, but man, the way the way that Osprey's picking up these wins, all the, you know, at, at every opportunity now but i still think that's such a fucking who wrote somebody wrote i get everything all mixed up but i think it was lanza from voices of wrestling who wrote uh, a long little little piece uh in in one of these nights reviews about osprey and and what kind of a wasted opportunity new japan had so far 
I mean, Osprey's contract is almost done. I think it was only what was it a two year contract, a one year? Uh, yeah, a a one year, done. I guess, because he debuted uh, last year at yeah. it was Dontaku, I think. I'm not sure when it was, but the point is he's been there for about a year now. Yeah, um, it's it's such a waste to me. He he did win Best of the Super Juniors, but I don't know. I just I. I think I think he uh, Lanza described it as the the mascara dorada. Yeah, and <laughs> situation, I, yeah, where uh, New Japan couldn't find a spot for the guy. I was thinking about that. that I was thinking about that yesterday, and uh, looks like WWE can't find a spot for that guy either. <laughs> well, they started right, out but, good in that in that cruiserweight tournament, but boy, <laughs> did he yeah. uh, did he fizzle out after that? But that's a different story. But um, let me ask you: If ahead. you're Will Osprey, yeah, and contract time is is, is around the corner. Are you re-signing with New Japan? I, hmm. Here's the thing. I'd like to say yes, but if I'm Will Ospreay right now, you know, I'm a young guy, I, I'd probably shoot for NXT, I gotta be honest with you. Because from what I hear, sounds like Ospreay's back is just jacked. Yeah. And uh, that's no surprise. He wrestles at 11 it, it, consistently. You know yep. that that that's just the way this guy wrestles. If I'm him right now and I'm I'm having some physical problems, I'm gonna go to Orlando for a little while where I can kind of you know give it a rest for a little bit, um, not have to wrestle at eleven all the right. time. And, and he's wrestling at eleven in these silly tag matches. Right. He's like, there's nothing that's being done with him. Like like my biggest challenge with it would be, well, what the fuck are you gonna do with me? You had me for a year. That's the thing. Dick with me. If he wins best of the super juniors this year, I would sign again. If, if I was guaranteed, I'm going to win best of the super juniors. And in, 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 in best of the super juniors, I have one request. Keep if Osprey, you know, if, if, if this is really a rehabilitation period for him, you know, he's picking up all this wins. If this is where they're going, keep him away from, keep him in, in, in separate blocks. Um, with Takahashi, I, yes. I, I wouldn't want to see that match until Dominion. Yes, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Yes. Now again, that could, you know, maybe you have to put a Will Osprey on the back burner to heat up Takahashi, right? To to get him where he needs to be to eventually get to the point where okay, it's Osprey, Takahashi, and then we can go from there, right? Look. Our pants would be fucking on the floor at the possibilities of a Takahashi Will Osprey match. Um, if we if we are building to that, if we are going in that direction, okay. Uh, and now let me ask you this: Is Will Osprey a guy that can beat a Takahashi? Like we sat here and said, okay, don't don't drop the belt. He holds on to this belt until we find the right guy. Is Will Ospreay a right guy? My first natural instinct is no, but really, then, yeah, I, I, I don't think you would want to have him beat uh, Takahashi at Dominion. I think this, I almost think that this Takahashi uh, streak has to go on um, to it at, at least 2020. <laughs> hey, look, I mean that <laughs> that would certainly be a that that that's a that's a San Martino level uh, yeah streak there. But no, seriously, I think it has to go on until at least the end of this year. Um, I don't I don't think you would want to end it so soon. Um, to me, I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's still a little too soon. Um, to 
uh, put a to throw a bucket of water on this Takahashi fire. But the other part of me says, well, look, if Osprey's going to lose, then... What's the point? Yeah, right. What's Exactly. What's the point? We saw this last year. He won best of the Super Juniors. He was on fire, and he loses to Kushida multiple times. That's the only reason why I'm kind of hesitant to say that Will Ospreay wins best of the Super Junior. Yeah, this... The, this is That's tough. the only reason I'm hesitant because because again you're we're exactly right in the sense that what the fuck is the point? You're going to be right back where you started from with uh, Will Young William. Uh, what's the point? Yeah, so it's like I I don't want Takahashi streak to end, but I also don't want Will Osprey to uh, be pushed back again. So w- what do you do here? This is this is tough booking. I don't think Osprey wins it. It's got to be somebody – because here's the thing. At the end of the day, if we still are looking for Takahashi to continue on and carry on, and I think that's what everybody really wants, right? I, why would you Why would you have the guy lose the belt? Again, put put a bucket of water on it. Yeah. Why would you have that? So you got to – again, a ricochet in your mind's eye, even though you're looking at a match that's potentially you know, uh, a, a match of the year worthy, you're – I think everybody still felt that there that there was not going to be a title change here, right? I don't know many people that thought that Ricochet was going to pick up a win here. No, I I expected an amazing match, but I certainly didn't expect the title change. Right. So there's a there's I don't want to say there's a million, but there's you know a handful of guys, juniors that you could feed Takahashi to to get through again throughout the entire year that doesn't involve Will Ospreay. And truth be told, I, I still think uh, in the back of my mind that this is this is really all building towards a comeback story for Kushida. I think it. I think it does. I mean, I said it a few weeks ago. Again, rehash show. Um, hashtag rehash. <laughs> uh, he's going to get. He's going to get his shine back. He has to. Yeah, he he can't not. Right. He can't not. He can't. It, that can't. This can't be the end. He just gets destroyed, and that's that. That's, that's not how this thing works. But getting back to Will, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky situation. It it's is. A tricky situation. And I, I do have something for him to do if he's not going to be in IWGP uh, Junior Heavyweight Title Contention. Um, I think that Ricochet is missing a tag team partner. You know, I, I I don't think that this this Finley tag team is still a thing. Uh, doesn't sound like Matt Seidel is going to be able to <laughs> come back ever. <laughs> so, what if we put Will Osprey with Ricochet in a tag team? Okay, but that means Will Osprey's got to leave Chaos, or Ricochet's got to join Chaos. Uh, uh, I guess it does. I mean, that's a small minor piece of the puzzle, and it certainly can be done. I mean, we could, listen. Stranger things have happened in the world of pro wrestling where people forget where who they're with and what happens. Things like that happen. Um, I mean, I mean, and then you know, here's here's my biggest struggle, Colin, is that a, a guy like Will Osprey can easily get lost in the shuffle for another year. And I think Will Osprey knows his value enough that he can say, mm, I don't know if that's going to be in my best interest moving forward. And I think. Other opportunities sound a little bit more lucrative. Now, I don't know what his Ring of Honor status is, right? I don't know what kind of contract he has with Ring of Honor. He's on their roster if you go to the website. 
Right. He's he's an he's a Ring of Honor pro wrestler. It's like all New Japan uh, stars on the Ring of Honor <laughs> roster. Um, the that that's you know that we have to take that into consideration as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, we I I can't just hand wave that either because you look at like a guy like Kyle O'Reilly who's in this state of limbo. Where because... is Kyle O'Reilly? He's like Richard Simmons. He's nowhere to be found. Who? <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing that Richard Simmons was missing. It, it's a. All right. Listen, I hope somebody got that guy. <laughs> it's no whole, it was like the whole thing on the Stern show, but yeah, uh, oh, okay. the Kyle O'Reilly is MIA. Well, again, the backstory to that is, is that he, we, everybody knew that after the dome, he was, you know, ready to, to uh, go South, so to speak. Um, that never happened though. Well, the reason why is because um, the WWE were accused of tampering. That's right and, with the uh, with the roster. Yeah, so you know any any type of uh, heat that would be on the WWE at that point, you know, you know, WWE, they had to cool their jets on on a few guys. Uh, and it, and the speculation is that Kyle O'Reilly was one of those people. So Kyle O'Reilly right now is you know kind of in purgatory. You know, kind of doing uh, indies and you know a handful of shows here and a handful of shows there. He was the he was just in pro wrestling gorilla, um, last week or weekend before. So I wonder if he'll be in Bola this year. Um, I mean, if he's available, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he? It's 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 uh. It's one of the biggest shows of the year for a place that only holds about 300 people, you know. It, it, but the buzz on it is is is, is amazing. I, again, it's one of those places that where I would love to see that show. I would I would love to see that show. Love to see that show. But there's one. There's no way I'm getting tickets. Two. Um, I had to get there. And three. Imagine how uncomfortable it would be oh, once you get there. Exactly. That's <laughs> the, my point. The We're talking be, beyond sumo hall levels of discomfort. Uh, just amazing. And here's the thing. At least I'm the fattest guy in Sumo Hall, aside from, like, <laughs> you know, right? So, like, wait. So, there is space, and I'm taking it up, right? right. But you're if you're I taking to, up two seats. I, I don't know about all Just that. Just about. But, no, I don't think it's accurate. A seat and a quarter. I'll give you that. I'll give you a seat and a quarter. Um, the problem is that you get a wrestling gorilla. Everybody's my size. Right? <laughs> yeah, just about. So you're you're shoulder to shoulder. I want to you see you there, Damon, hold, holding the the, the pitcher of beer. beer, which is the only way you can get beer there. By the way, has to they be a pitcher. Sell, it has to be a pitcher. Huh? Yeah, it has to be a pitcher. That's all I see. Well, so I'm down with that. <laughs> I, I knew you would be. So look, there's one positive about going to Bola. Yeah, you get drunk off your fucking skull. Um, and again, it's it's no air conditioning, right? I don't believe so. Oh. And, and and no live streaming as well. Oh, There's right. that, but listen, we won't go off air, on that. Listen, they don't have air conditioning. They don't have the, a, a comfort of home that was made available in the 50s. They're not going to have streaming. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but but again, the wrestling is so good that you're just like, ah, oh, could I put up with that bullshit? But the problem is, is that even even if I could or I couldn't, I, c- I couldn't get a ticket if I tried. Those tickets are sold out in, in seconds. Seconds. And getting back to the uh, Kyle O'Reilly here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he he he's in this weird purgatory where I think that he he's lost a lot of steam too, being out of the public eye for this long. Yeah. Like think about where Kyle O'Reilly was in December of this past yeah. year. Yeah, he was our ROH champion. 
yeah, he was a guy who many were talking about as uh, this this guy might be the best pro wrestler in the world right now. I remember us talking about that on an old uh, episode of the PuroCast way back when. Yeah. But where is he now? And it's just a shame because there's a guy who is, uh, from my perspective, tailor-made to work in Japan, and now, now, now he's nowhere. Well, again, I think it's temporary. Um, I don't. Th- I, I think you know it's not like he's going to gain 150 pounds and not be in any shape. Um, he'll be he'll be fine. But I I mean, listen, that's that's the indie pro wrestling lifestyle that that these guys and and gals have to live. In the sense of, yeah, you they have to constantly be in front of people's faces. And the only way that they really can do that is by traveling the globe. You know, one weekend they're in England. The next weekend they're in Japan. The next weekend they're in uh, Woodbury, New Jersey. The next weekend they're in, uh, you know, Dallas, Texas. In many so, ways, it sounds like a tougher life than a WWE schedule. I think that the the comforts that a promotion like WWE or even New Japan can give you um, helps in that, right? I think those, you know, when they travel the globe, it's like they have these, you know, destinations. Uh, well, yeah, I take that back. That's that's a silly thought. Yeah. Because if they're traveling to WWE, they're with WWE. So right, yeah. Um, the point is, they they have a lot more artistic freedom. Certainly, you know, doing the indie scene. But it's it man. It sounds like a tough life. I couldn't do it. I'll tell you that. The, the travel alone, I could not do. I, I I get jet lag. Very you know. I guess your body gets used to it, and I guess if you're in shape, it makes it a little bit easier. But phew, yeah, I don't know how the fuck they do it, man. All right. Um. Where I don't even know where we are, Colin. Well, you, again, you're driving the fucking boat, Colin. Remember I just wanted. That. Well, I I wanted to wrap up night one here. We talked about um, the IWGP Junior Tag Team Title Match. Uh, what, saw, what was next? What was we saw Juice like? Robinson pick up a win on Sonata to build to his match the next night. How about night. that? Can we talk about that for a second? He's going. He's torn through everybody in LIJ. Uh, he has. He has. And we're going to talk about the the uh, Naito match that we saw in just a they, moment. They do a great job, man, New Japan. I'm telling you what. Let can, All right. Is this a if Am I out of my mind? Tell me if I'm out of my mind, Colin. You're out of your mind, but go ahead. Would there be any consideration? And again, I know it's it's a long, it's a crazy thought, but stay with me here. Would there be any consideration for Juice Robinson for Wrestler of the Year? Damon, I want you to hang on to that thought. Ooh. Keep that thought under your hat. Ooh. We're gonna get back to you on there, but right. uh, before we move on to night two here, okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about our great sponsor, Gaijin Collectibles, because I don't know if you know this, Damon, they Uh have got a huge mega giveaway going on in this next month here. Why don't you tell our listeners about this massive giveaway? Because when I got word of this, and I got word of this earlier this week, I was blown away. Um, Colin, why don't you spill the beans? This is the giveaway from Gaijin Collectibles, one of our great sponsors. Uh, and who are uh, collaborating with us. Colin, take it away. Well, Damon, I think everyone knows that tickets for these Long Beach G1 shows sold out in about 20 minutes. Do I ever? Well, let me lay this out for you. Gaijin Collectibles, the grand prize winner 
of this contest that they're holding is going to receive a floor seat ticket complete with meet and greet for each night of these G1 special shows in Los Angeles on July 1st and 2nd. Woo! Freebie! A ticket to the hottest show, uh, arguably, in the country, New Japan, July 1st and 2nd, uh, and, and meet and greet. That is the grand prize winner. Now, five wow. runner, five runner-up winners. They're also going to receive a NJPW prize bag. That's pretty similar to the ones that uh, Gaijin Collectibles has been giving away. Um, well, and, and those are going to be given to those who attend the PuroCast slash Reddit meetup before That's the event. That's correct. That's correct. So uh, our good friends at Gaijin Collectibles will be uh, sending me uh, about 25 of these gift bags. Um, actually, they're going to be even a little bit more robust than what was given away um, last month. Um, I, I got some word on exactly what was going to be involved in these gift bags. They're, they're tremendous, and they're going to be given away at the meetup in Long Beach. Uh, we're finalizing the details of that. I know it will be the Saturday night, so right after the Saturday show, we'll be having a meetup at a uh, local restaurant. We have a few in mind that we're in contact with right now. Uh, and again, these gift bags will be given away. 25 of them we'll have. Plus, I'll have some stuff that I'll bring along as well uh, for, for giveaways. So it's good. Colin, we get, we're going to have a good amount of people. Right now, um, you know, we're probably looking – I don't want to give away a number, but we're, we're, it's, gonna, it's, it's not going to be two or three people. Let's put it that way. We're expecting a, a good crowd, a big turnout. Um, and again, these, these uh, giveaways that the Gaijin Collectibles is, is, is giving to us to give away to – uh, people who are uh, in the, the Reddit subreddit, the uh, New Japan group, as well as our listeners, as well as classic uh, Facebook uh, members. It's going to be a packed house, so we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, but the big takeaway from this bit here is, Colin, those tickets. Yeah, Damon. Uh, like I said, these tickets, you know firsthand, they sold out in 20 minutes. Gaijin Collectibles has got their hands on a ticket to these shows. You're going to be able to go to the meet and greets. So here's what you got to do. Go over to the Gaijin Collectibles Facebook page. Give them a like and go to the New Japan PuroCast Facebook page as well. Give that a like. And uh, the instructions for the contest are posted right on there. We are going to uh, re Tweet that and repost that as well, and the lucky winner will be chosen on May thirty first. May thirty first, and this is open to everyone worldwide. So uh, yep. check out GaijinCollectibles.com. Uh, go there for not only to enter this contest, but for all of your Puroresu merchandise needs. Everything from autographs, pictures, um, action figures, you name it gaijincollectibles.com your one stop shop for all things Puro merch and for amazing giveaways such as this one that's right now again keep in mind kids that this is just the tickets to the show you will be responsible for your own airfare travel transportation right. lodging etc um, that is on you but again you want to get in the building you want to be a part of the uh, historic first shows from New Japan uh, Gaijin Collectibles is, uh, is your way easy enough like us both, Facebook, uh, Gaijin Collectibles, PureCast, and you're in. Simple as that. How great is that? So give it up for GaijinCollectibles.com. Can't beat that with a stick, Damon. No, you cannot. And now we move on to night two here on a show that was actually called Wrestling Toyo no Kuni. 
That's what this year. was, Damon. <laughs> this was not a Road Two show. This is like this is like a pay per view in yeah, Oita. Yeah. yeah, it's like a, like a like, you know how we talk about how you know the never title is expo- expected to headline shows, and um, in this case, the Intercontinental title was is head is expected to headline shows. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, I wouldn't say it's an A show. I would say it's like a B show, but you know, uh, maybe even a little smidge higher than a B show. So, uh, yeah, uh, it has its own name. That's right. That's how important it is. And I think the ramifications from this show uh, were important. And I enjoyed definitely this show better than I enjoyed the first. Uh, why don't we get right into it, Colin? All right. You know, we talked about this IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title match. Um, we talked about. I, th- I I think that it uh, met with our expectations. Correct? Would you say so? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, I I'm I'm in a f- over four, right? I'm at I least four I, and a half. At least four and a half. Four and a half. I'm in that range. I'm in the I'm in the f- between four and four and a half. Four, yeah. Yeah. I would I would go that far. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I still enjoy the Takahashi Dragon Lee match a little bit more than this because that had more of the, the car crash element to it. But I love how um, in this Ricochet match, Ricochet, he said to himself, okay, I'm facing Hiromu Takahashi here. And I love, there was one shot that the camera showed of Ricochet when Takahashi was making his entrance. Mm-hmm. And the expression on Ricochet's face was that of, um, intense uh, seriousness. He knew what he was going up here against, and he knew that he had to kick it, you know, up to eleven right out of the bat. And that is how this match started out, just yeah. full throttle. You know, Ricochet doing everything that Ricochet does right. on the outside. You know, uh, hitting a suicide dive. Uh, a Flosberry flop, a 450 splash, and this is all just within the first 60 seconds. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I know. I was saying first to you of all, off the air, uh, if, 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 there was, if there ever was a Colin Miller match, oh, yeah. I mean, this is it right here. Ricochet is king of Colin Miller style. <laughs> yeah. We need t-shirts. We do. Um, yeah, outstanding. Ricochet is, is outstanding. He, he is, is a much must-watch Rarely am I watching a ricochet match where I'm, uh, you know, just sitting and watching. Usually, I'm uh, to 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 use a cliched term that is actually true. I'm on the edge of my chair or couch, uh, no phone in hand. Uh, you can't you can't take your eyes off the screen. And what he does, he does it with such grace and fluidity, if that's a word. Um, it's it, it, he's a, he's an amazing piece of work that that ricochet Do you think that he is the most physically gifted pro wrestler in the entire business right now he's up there man i can't think of anyone who's who, who's more you know physically and athletically gifted than ricochet like everything just is seamless it, seamless and and it's not like it, we're talking about a fucking arm drag like there's sonata seamless right, but, right. and then there's ricochet seamless that, and that's a different he, type yeah, but what he makes seamless look, uh, you know, you know when you when you see it, and not many other people can do that in a ring, right? Again, this is we're not talking about oh he's got the he's got the basics down pat, 
oh, this guy's this guy's doing the craziest ass shit in the world, and it looks, you know, like you know, like it would be an arm drag. Um, that's talent, man. And the other thing that's about him, you know, visually, aesthetically, the the guy looks like an action figure. Yeah, and here's another thing too that I think gets very underrated: his selling and um, his facial expressions. Yes. Like those things really kind of get underrated with what Ricochet brings to the table. He and and he, you know, we talk about Takahashi, and and it's a different type of charisma. You know, he has the crazy guy. And how many fucking people in pro wrestling try to pull off the crazy, right? There's fifty-five trillion pro wrestlers in the history of the business have tried to pull off the crazy guy. I'm the wackadoo. Takahashi does it. He does it. I don't think I'm watching uh, a character. Right. You're not (laughs) watching some indie pro wrestler, right? No. Yeah. No. Right. But with Ricochet, there is a charisma and and a a personality that oozes from him. Oh, he's a star. yeah, he he feels like a star. That's cliche to, to to say maybe, but it's it, it's true. I don't know how to describe it any other way than that. He's got a person, and he's had that he's had that for a long time. It's not like that that he just found that in New Japan. No, when he was in Dragon Gate, he he was he was very it was very similar. Like you could see that that he had that that charm and that um somewhat swagger, but some you know, but still not Jack Swagger. No, but awfully likable, right? Very likable. And Ta- Takahashi, I'm sorry. I think Takahashi has the best entrance in pro wrestling. I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. I love, I call them the Muse Balls because <laughs> Muse had them in concert. Like they would play Stockholm Syndrome and they would throw out the, the big balls and they would pop and confetti, whatever, over. Um, but I love that. I, I think that because it's such a, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, it's it between his his craziness, like his absolute, you know, instability as a character, and these whimsical balls flying about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just such a fucking contrast that it's that it is perfect. Um, His look is great. Uh, That jacket is world class. (laughs) It's the best. The furry boots. The furry boots. Don't forget about them. I mean, just everything cut and dry. And here's the thing: we said it before that he just feels like just like a dirty prick. It's the like he a just grimy like prick. A grimy prick. He is. He is like. He's like of a guy like from like a grimy indie pro Japanese pro wrestling. Like like you could see him fit into like Basara, like no problem whatsoever, right? Um, but he's head and shoulders above just about anybody in the business right now. He's, it's an amazing, amazing, you know, I was talking to, um, Mackie. Wayne, well, no, I talked to him, but <laughs> not in this particular case. Okay. Um, so when the new Japan town, the young lions make their excursions, they usually, usually the last stop is in, in the United States. Sure. In, in a lot of cases, um, evil, uh, Finley, or excuse me, um, uh, Jay White, uh, Takahashi Kamatachi, uh, and they stay uh, in Jersey. So uh, the people that they stay with, I was talking with um, David. I think I met that gentleman in Las Vegas. Yes, I'm you pretty did. sure. Yes, you did. You did. Yes. Um, so I was talking to him, and you know, 
I just like to pick his brain every once in a while because again, he's living with these guys. Literally, before they, yeah. Before they become and uh, right now, um, he's with uh, you know the current set of young lions that are uh, what are they called now? The, the Tempora Boys. What a terrible name! But that is pretty bad. It is a terrible name. But uh, you know, and well, anyway, talking with him, he said, hands down, Takahashi is 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 one of those guys that is going to be a star. And that was months ago, right? He's just like, he's, he's just amazing. Like he goes to the dojo, he goes to the Gracie dojos in Philadelphia and in New York. And he's just like, he's, he said he's blown away by what he can do there and in the ring. He's just, he's just, he, you know, he's, he's super impressed. Um, so he saw this coming months ago and, uh, maybe I didn't see it to this level, but man, he just, Again, he's the, he, to me, he's the most exciting guy in pro wrestling right now. I've heard Meltzer make the statement that nobody works harder than Hiromu Takahashi in the ring. I, it, right. Because he goes 5,000 miles an hour doing some of the most dangerous shit on earth. And it's like um, that all the time with every match. And as I'm watching these matches, in the, in the back of my mind, I, I am thinking, oh my God, how is, how is he going to keep this up for... The, the rest of the year. <laughs> Let alone three years yeah, from now. Yeah. The, the rest of this year. How the hell is he going to keep his pace up? But look, he, he's been doing it since January. Colin, he's number two on my list right now. Halfway point for, I, for wrestler of the year. I, I am not going to disagree with you there, Damon. I'm, I'm, I'm not. All right. Uh, again, I'm, I'm four and somewhere in the middle like i'll probably go as high as four and a half um for a match that i think everybody was excited for i think it delivered and uh very happy with that absolutely now i want to talk about tanahashi and evil next go ahead and okay i, I i've got a little bit to say here i remember last week we, i think we were doing the preview for the show you told me colin is tanahashi versus evil is, is going to be a great match it's yeah. going to be a great match and i watched this and eh, i thought it was good yeah. I, 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 I never thought that it got anywhere near great. I thought it was good to to very good. Something something was missing. And quite frankly, something's missing from evil for me personally. Okay. And that's fair because I'm 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 in I'm in a very similar boat um as you. Um yeah, something was missing. I would put this right in the same kind of uh, bucket of uh, Suzuki and Goto. I thought Suzuki Goto was better. I do too. I do too. Um, that had that, that that had more memorable moments in the match than than this had. I I can't even remember this match. Yeah, it it was um, in recent memory. To be truthful. Uh, I can't remember a Hiroshi Tanahashi match, singles match, where I was kind of as eh on in, in a long time. It's yeah. been a while. Wait, it's I, been, it's, when was the it's last time you said that uh, with a Tanahashi, you know, big show singles match where it was it was it was just OK. It wasn't great. That's that's rare. It is. And, and that's amazing that we're sitting here saying that, that, oh, this wasn't great. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But unfortunately, that's the bar that that he has set. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, oh, Tanahashi's time is done. This match is proof in the pudding that he's, you know, past his prime and the downward spiral has begun. And 
you know, he's going to be working six man tags with Nakanishi for the rest of his career and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, that's not going to be the case. We're not at that point yet. I mean, but, but I think it's safe to say that, you know, you know, in, in his illustrious career, you know, he's on the downward trend. I don't think there's any any harm in saying that. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's just uh, nature, really. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. With that said, um, yeah, I don't think this match was was one of the, one of his. It's not going to be one that he's going to go back to and uh, pop in the DVD and uh, have the grandkids take a look at, right? <laughs> no, it's not going to be on the best of Hiroshi Tanahashi uh, three DVD disc set. Right. And again, we had uh, more shenanigans, right? We yeah, had some Bushi more... sprays the mist. Tanahashi gets out of the way, goes all over Sonata. Taguchi comes out, does some uh, some ass bumps. <laughs> Sounds pretty hot. <laughs> some uh, some hip attacks. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like that kind of hurt this, similar to uh, the Suzuki Goon shenanigans that we saw from the night before. What, wasn't into it. Never never reached um, that that higher gear for me. Yeah. It, it, it felt to me that Tanahashi was a step behind. I'm not. Colin, as shocking as this is, I'm not going to sit here and point a finger at evil either. Either, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, and again, I'm not wagging my finger at Tanahashi, but to me, it it looked like again upon just one viewing, it did look like that Tanahashi was a step behind. And I, I have to be honest. I don't know if you agree with this assessment, but when he came out, when Tanahashi made his entrance, to me, it was like, okay, Tanahashi's here to make an appearance. You know, people want to see him. He's not here with, he's he's not really here with his full working boots on. He's just, you know, he's still a big star. He's here to make an appearance. You're gonna see a little a, a solid match with him. That's that's what the entrance felt like to me. I don't know if that really makes any sense. Well, I here's the thing. I think everybody in that audience knew that this was a build for Tanahashi to get a win and to move forward. I don't know if that played any factor in it. I will say this. I, I, I'm, I mean, again, I hate to be the guy that points at a crowd and blames a crowd for the fact that I didn't enjoy a match, but this crowd felt like it wasn't really that hot for anything. Um, and with that said, this match included, Look, I have to be honest. I have to. I, I. I can't just because he's you know probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I can't sit here and if I'm going to be honest and and do this podcast, I can't sit here and blow smoke up everyone's ass and be like, well, Tanahashi gave a great performance, but it was all evil's fault. And he was a rookie. You know, he's young. No, people are going to be saying we're negative now. We're, we're down on Tanahashi. And I'm not. <laughs> That's the new narrative, Damon. <laughs> So satisfying. I, I think I fit uh, in all of the, the the top three words. Yeah, my my uh, my hated words. Um, no, that's not it at all. Listen, everybody has an off night. Again, not everyone can hit a home run every fucking time. Not everyone. No, this was and one of them. It, this was a this was at best a ground rule double. This was <laughs> Tanahashi showing up to make an appearance and have a uh, solid match. Well, again, I, let's 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 kill that narrative. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I'm I'm it I'm just like telling just you what I, what, what, yeah. what I what I saw, what I felt. Okay. It, but I don't think he, I don't think that's in his DNA. I don't think he's. It, let me take that back, because we all know the the infamous you know multi man tag where 
Tanahashi is, is a ghost. You don't see him do anything. Um, in a singles match, semi-main event on a on a on a decently important show, I don't think he goes into it thinking I'm taking the night off. No, and that's that. That's not what I was saying. Really. Okay. Be clear then. What are you saying? I'm not saying that he was taking the night off. I I'm saying that it looked like he felt like he wasn't um like he wasn't a hundred percent to be quite frank. Okay. Now now that might be the case. Maybe he's not a hundred percent. You know, maybe maybe that and again I don't I'm not here to make excuses because I don't know. Something was missing here. Something didn't connect here. Um again I put it in a similar a description of Suzuki and Goda where it, to me it felt like it never hit that second gear. Um, semi-main events, singles matches do have expectations and if my expectations were too high, I don't think they were for a Tanahashi evil match. I didn't think they they were that high. Like, like going in, I didn't think they were unfounded expectations. I think the expectations were high. They didn't live up to my expectations of what I uh, unfortunately have become accustomed to when it comes to new Japan main events. Uh, I'm not going four. No, I, w- I would go, I would go three and a half for this one. Yeah. I'm probably between three and a half and, and whatever is closest to four without being a four. At the, at yeah. the end of the day, it was, it was just a solid match. It was a solid match. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Once again, nothing that. that we're going to be talking about come end of the year. No, only in the sense of the fact that it builds toward the inevitable Naito Tanahashi rematch. Right. That's what we're all building towards. That's what we're going to talk about in a moment. Uh, let's get into this IWGP Intercontinental Championship match, the main event of the evening here. Yep. Um, of course, Naito defending against Juice Robinson. Let's talk about this uh, this pre-video package, this pre-match video package. Again, yeah. we, we, we always say New Japan does such a good job with it. They, they did such an amazing job of uh, making Juice Robinson out to be just... Just a nice, a, a nice guy. You want to get behind him, you know. He's 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 a young guy who's uh, traveling the world, living his pro wrestling dream. Started at the bottom, you know, in that in that pseudo young lion role, and now here he is challenging for the second most important title in New Japan against arguably their biggest star. That's yep. man, what a what what a journey Juice has had, and that that video package really encapsulated the whole journey to me. Right, and it helped get over the fact that you know Juice cares about the company. He cares, yes. you know, that it's it's he's there to, to almost defend the honor of the promotion against this uh, rebellious force of uh, Los Ingobernables and and Naito specifically. Yeah, I think they did a great job. They always do. They just have a knack for for capturing the emotion of the moment. That's really what it is. It's not goofiness. It's not silliness. They do a great job of capturing the emotion that you should feel leading into an important match. That's what they do best. And this match itself, I thought that it was very good. Um, the moment where it really uh, kicked into another level for me is when Juice kicked out of that second Destino. I truthfully did not expect that. Yeah, it's another kind of, here, here comes the word, Colin, narrative. Uh-huh. Um, where, again, it's, it's about Juice's heart. And it's about his, you know, that, heart that, and honor. Those were the two heart. words he said. Yes, that's right. 
th- that fighting spirit that, that is so uh, easily thrown about. Yeah, kicking out of a big move like that. Again, that's 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 an important thing in the sense of not every, anybody's kicking out of these big moves. They're protected. They're important. So that when moments like this happen, Colin, it makes uh, sense. Not only makes sense, but it, it, it it's, it's an emotionally driven moment. It's a moment that, you know, has it's 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 a uh, a character building moment for a guy like Juice that he was able to not only get one a pinfall victory over Naito uh, and then challenge and give it all that he had and then kick out of his of his big move. He still lost the match, still lost the match, but New Japan once again not to blow smoke up New Japan's ass, but uh, I think everyone can agree that New Japan does a great job. Even people who lose come out looking better in the end. And Absolutely. That, that is what they do better than just about anyone else. D- and make no mistake about it, Juice Robinson emerging as the loser of this match certainly came out more over at the end of the day than he was when he walked in. And I, I, I really love the finish of this match when Juice just lands that, that, that straight closed fist and you hear yeah. the smack, and he goes for the pulp friction, and you're rooting for him. You wanted to hit it, but Naito uh, counters it. The number three Destino, one, two, three. Naito retains the title, but Juice comes out of this, you know, uh, as, uh, d- dare I say, a star. And this goes back to a question that you asked me moments ago, Damon. Are we going to be talking about Juice Robinson as one of the wrestler of the year nominees yeah come the end of 2017 um look i i don't know if i want to say i i i certainly want to say um most improved um rookie of the year do i want to go wrestler of the year i i I don't know if i'm ready to say that at at this moment in time right now april 30th right do you think he gets votes um hmm the que- see the question is 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 he going are you, are you talking about write in votes um third place votes third place votes pa- i i don't want to say that again april 30th 2017 it is early uh, may- maybe i'll be maybe i'll be singing a different tune come say october right king of pro wrestling time I- right. i'm not ready to go that far right now but uh, like i said the, the the journey that juice has gone on you can go back and listen to those early purocast episodes we were saying what why, why is he here? What is what is this? What yeah. is this? And boy, did we did we turn the corner? And it's it's crazy for me to think about. I remember watching that that NXT show where Juice Robinson opened up the card um, facing Kevin Owens in his debut match um, for the company. If you would have told me this this CJ Parker character, that's what he was back in the day. This CJ Parker guy, he's going to be main eventing a New Japan show uh, the following year against their biggest star, I would have said, you're out of your mind. That's, yeah. uh, and he, here he is. Here he is. Here's Juice. It is an amazing story. It is It is an amazing run. Um, you, you have to give the kid so much credit. Um, and I think that's that plays part in it. That doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, the match itself, I, I enjoyed. Uh, even though, again, there is that element of, there's no fucking possible way Juice Robinson is winning this. Um, and I think everybody knew that, even though there was a lot of clamoring that I saw 
about New Japan going all in and just shocking the world and having Juice pick up this crazy-ass win. It would have been a shock. It would have been a shock because I, I would not expect it. So a, a small challenge for me in, 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 in this match was the fact that no matter what Juice hit, it didn't feel like to me that that was going to be a finish. I, I like, think, though, after he kicked out of that second Destino, that's when I really started to suspend my disbelief and say, oh, holy shit. Well, I didn't think he was going to win, but I thought that was that was almost the equivalent of him getting the win to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, he got a win by kicking out of the, of the big move that not many people have ever kicked out of. Right? That's, that's, that was his pinfall almost. Right? So he didn't win the match. He didn't walk away with the title. But he still had something accomplished that not many people have done in a, in a pro wrestling match in a one-on-one encounter with Naito. That's that's people remember those moments. People remember those things. Um, so again, they accomplished what they set out to do with Juice and making him a bigger star and making him more credible by kicking out of a big move. He didn't get the win. He didn't get the title. But he still came out stronger than he did going into the match, which is, again, the pro wrestling 101. It seems simple. Um, and, and, and again, you don't want to do these type of things all the time because then they don't become as special. But people remember these little moments, and, it's, and, and I think it's an important thing. Well, Colin, going back to the, the, uh, the video package before the match, you know, and they show Naito in one of his first you know, current Los Ingo Bernables Naito and he's in a, t- in a in a multi-man tag match. He's in there with Kota Ibushi, and who else? Juice Robinson. Yeah, right? That's right. So it, again, it's all these little nuggets, all these things that help you. You know, it pays off to and and, and your investment in your time and your energy and your passion in New Japan Pro Wrestling. These little nuggets pay off once again. Right. You're it's, you're actually going to be rewarded for paying attention. Imagine that. Well, right. imagine that. Right, things matter. Yeah, things matter. Huh. Uh, that's it's pretty, pretty, pretty novel concept, isn't it? Uh, and again, that's that that was the payoff of this match. I thought the match was very good. Yeah, uh, very good. What, I, I don't know if I'm going to say that it was great, um, but like, is it, go ahead. Where would you put this in 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 the, in the week? What, um, like behind what match? Because okay, I, I'm actually going to put this behind ricochet and takahashi because while ricochet and takahashi to me was you know the must-see match out of both of these shows um for the one of the most rewarding matches since we've Mm. been following um juice since his beginning in new japan one of the most rewarding matches was this match because like you said you know we saw um juice kick out of that big move um, that was like the pinfall, and I think if somebody was to make a video compilation at the end of 2017, you know, best of New Japan in 2017, that that moment has got to be in that video package. I think it's a good point. Rewarding is a great word to use when describing this match. It was rewarding. Uh, yeah, I agree. I would put this number two. Uh, uh, and again, making night two uh, the, the, the runaway winner when it comes to must-watch. Uh, of these two shows, yeah, I agree. Uh, most rewarding, the biggest payoff, the most satisfying uh, might be that match, huh? Good call out of you. I, I, I agree with this. Uh, Takahashi, Ricochet, number one. Juice, Naito, number two. And then I would probably go Goto, Suzuki, number three. 
And those are the two Road 2 shows, ladies and gentlemen, leading up to Wrestling Dantaku, which brings us to our official Dantaku preview. Of course, that is taking place this Wednesday, May 3rd. I just want to go through the card here. Uh, maybe Not not a sexy show, Colin. To me. No, no, not, not a very sexy show, except for, well, let's get into the card here. Uh, All right. Opening match, Young Lions, Kawatu. Oh, oh boy. Kawato and Yoshitatsu. What? Ta- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking oh. on Kitamura and Oka. Oh, boy. Boy, here's my advice, young lions. Don't listen to a fucking word that guy says. <laughs> no. <laughs> whatever he's, however, whatever he, advice he gives you, do the opposite. Tuck your head during the Styles Clash. <laughs> tuck your fucking head. <laughs> uh, whatever you do, tuck your head. Um, ah. Uh, See, I'm into everything except him. Yeah, that is the uh, the the sore thumb in this match, Yoshi Tatsu. <laughs> Boy, I don't I don't know why they couldn't put Red Red Shoe's son in there. Just throw throw him in there. Why not? No, I want Liger in there again. Yeah, what the hell, Yoshi Tatsu? Well, look, I, I I guess this guy has to have a certain number of uh, of dates, and they're gonna <laughs> what sneak he, him Les- in. What is, he, what is he, Brock Lesnar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he he may be the Brock Lesnar of uh, New Japan. Yoshi, hey, that could be his new gimmick. Yeah. Instead of the the the, the Triple H Bullet Club Hunter. Yeah. He yeah. could have like a Lesnar gimmick where he, you know, ger- German suplexes young lions. I don't know. Ugh. Wow, wow, that was disappointing. Because <laughs> I'm into every one of those fucking young lions. Uh, so <laughs> what, what's your level of interest now from one to ten? Four? Four or five. I'm, I'm feeling four. Four or five. I, honestly, I'm I'm kind of I I'm gonna go so far as to say you want a real fucking hot take. Okay. Here's one. When we when we talk about this match next week, we're gonna talk about how everyone else shined and everyone else looked so much better than Yoshihashi or excuse me Yoshitatsu. Yoshi right Ta- now. Hey, if Yoshihashi was in this match, yeah, I'd pretty, love it. That'd be great. Be pretty yeah, fucking good. Great. But yeah, I, I think everyone else will be uh, head and shoulders above where Yoshitatsu is right now. Yeah, that's my hot take. My my prediction. You know, we we you're right. We are going to be saying how everyone else shined, but I think Yoshitatsu is going to pin Oka with a pedigree. I really do. <laughs> I I think what that, that that's your finish. Yeah, that's your finish. <laughs> have a sledgehammer hidden underneath the ring. Yeah. Wow. Well. Here's All the right. opener, folks. Uh, next match, Osprey and Yoshihashi taking on Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi. <laughs> well, one side is uh, attractive. The other side, not so much. Not so much, huh? Uh, again, is this another uh, example of keeping uh, young Will uh, feet to the fire and uh, heating him up for best of the Super Juniors to get in a big win here absolutely. today? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is what this is a vehicle for. Um, I say Osprey pins Owens. It's not not a bad call. I'll go that route as well. Os Cutter, one, two, three. Will level, Osprey picking up more level, more steam? Level of excitement? Uh five. Four. Four, okay. All right. We're 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 in the same general vicinity. Yeah. Oh boy. How about this six man tag here, Damon? How about <laughs> Colin this? Just, Colin just sold that one with an oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Mask. Uh-huh. Tiger Mask W and Toki Makabe. Okay. Wait, double double tiger masks? Yeah, double. Okay, double. T- this is actually kind of interesting. Go ahead. So both tiger masks and Makabe. All right. I haven't taking, seen him in a while. Taking on Liger 
Nakanishi and Yuchi Nagata. This could be an interesting wow. match. Wow. That's not a no that's a pretty good one. Yeah. The more I look at this, I'm like, huh. I'm into this. I, I can I can I can sink my teeth into this one. Tiger Mask W making another appearance here. Hmm. I'm into this, Kong. I'm gonna I'm I'm I think this might be a real good match. It could be. Now, let me ask you this. They, they wouldn't just stick Tiger Mask W on the card for no reason, right? They have it for, since the fucking dome. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to have him on a card, yeah, uh, make, make it... You mean to tell me we're not building towards anything with him? Nope. That's a shame. I mean, what are you? I mean, what are you building for? I, I don't know anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> I mean, in this match, what do what, 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 what you got? Tiger Mask W Nakanishi feud? A, you know? a, a, a Tiger Mask W Nagata feud. Actually, that Nakanishi feud sounds amazing. <laughs> the more I think <laughs> you, about you it, like that? you like that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you got nothing. I mean, what else? This is a throwaway match, my friend. This is this is a uh, Fire Pro at its finest. It really is. Um, wow. You think W picks up the win? Yeah, I'm gonna say W um, hits a power bomb on mm-hmm. on uh, Nagata to pick up the win. Wow, Nagata! Yeah, Nagata. Because let's let us let us make it mean something. I'm gonna go Makabe. Here's a guy that hasn't uh, could, could use a nice win, right? Yeah, where's he been? Makabe beat uh, King Kong leg drop knee drop on Nakanishi. Oh. On uh, on Liger? I'll say not. Who cares? Not going to eat. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Who cares? Who cares? That's the problem. Uh, who cares? Yeah. All right. That's that. Level uh, of excitement, excitement level. five or six. I, uh, five or six is, is, is pretty good. Yeah. I, I would go with the, the, uh, the higher side of five. Yeah. We've got a big 10-man tag after that, Damon. We've got Rapungi Vice, Jado, and Yano. And- I'm out. And and Goto Go, Goto's the leader here. Okay, taking on Suzuki Goon. So Suzuki Kenemaro, Taichi Desperado and Takamichinoku. Uh, again, we're, it, it zero. Looks, it looks like we're continuing this Goto Suzuki feud. That's what this is a vehicle towards. Um, zero. <sighs> uh, you'll be lucky if I don't fast forward to this fucking match. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I I, I, I could see this one a million miles away, Colin. Here we go. Introductions. Yep. Suzuki Goon comes in. Here comes Chaos. We don't get through all the introductions. Yep, we, yeah. We're in a schmaz. We're yep. outside the ring. Uh-huh. We're brawling in the crowd. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, we'll see all kinds of shenanigans and bullshit. Um, How about a gotch pile driver on Yano? Um, fine. I, I don't. I'm gonna say Goto is gonna pin Tai Chi or Taka. Goto is gonna pin somebody. Whoop de doo. We're continuing this feud. There you go. Zero. Zero is my interest level. Not, not, not very sexy, ladies and gentlemen. No. Um, no. This next match is kind of interesting. I know uh, we we mentioned young Cody earlier in the broadcast. We're gonna see Finley take on Cody. Yeah, singles match, right? Yep, big singles match. Uh, I mean, Cody's getting a win. Uh, <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> uh, a battle of second generation wrestlers. That's right. 
I can't be honest and sit here and tell you that I'm thrilled with seeing Cody. So when they so these Ring of Honor shows that are coming up, and we'll talk about a little bit in a second. Um, they announced the main event, and it was like Cody and Christopher Daniels against the winner of like this multi man match. I uh, saw that. I, the minute I saw that as the main event, I was like, I'm selling my ticket. <laughs> Just all the way ticket. But then they started and announced the undercard and it sounded much better. So I felt better. Uh, hopefully that's the last match. I'll be out. I'll be out to, I'll be at the I'll be in the Lincoln Tunnel before they fucking hit the three count. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, that's my goal. With a with a with a with a, a, a styrofoam container full of the uh what is that? The that cart food? The halal. Oh the halal. Oh my god. Oh. You get the um Yeah. With the white sauce and Yeah, and the red sauce, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting a fucking I'm getting I'm getting a, a, a container of that. It's lamb and um, rice. That that uh, that's what I'm yep. looking for. Lamb and rice. Yep. And I'll be I'll be in the Lincoln Tunnel with one hand on the wheel and the other one with a fork in my mouth. <laughs> Only five bucks, by the way. Yeah, the best. Five, five bucks best. for a generous portion of lamb and rice. Come on, you can't beat that. That's it's, it is great. I lived on great. that when I was in New York. Yeah, it is great. That's, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to that more than I'm looking forward to the show. <laughs> Let's put it that way. We should we should get a a, a halal cart sponsorship going. Oh, I would love could it. Could you imagine? Mm, dreams. Dreams could come true. Well, look, all right. This this Finley Cody match, I'm yeah. I'm gonna say it's it's gonna be an okay match. It'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be um it'll be okay with the uh floundering Dave Finley against the Against three star Cody. Three star Cody. That's what that's what we got. All right. Great. Boy, right. Here we and, then, and, then, and then everybody can tell me how much of a solid worker he is and how much of a fucking talent he is. Yeah, that's okay. right. He is. He is a solid worker. Yep. Okay. Great. Awesome. Love it. Next let's, match, let's uh, Kushida and Juice. I like that tag team. Taking on Takahashi and Naito. Wow. Huh. I didn't that's expect I didn't expect to see Kushida back in the mix with Takahashi so soon. Well, the one thing that I did take away from uh, the Ricochet match is that you know, there was no challenge in the ring. There was nobody hitting the ring uh, making a challenge. And I did see that that match for Dontaku. Um, I'd be, I mean, I hope not. And I, again, I love Kushida. I hope not. I hope it's, I, I hope we're not going right back there too that soon. Quickly. Too soon. Much too soon. Let, let's let that simmer a little bit. Like, again, let's, there's such a wide variety that Takahashi could take on. Um, I, I know at the end of the day that Kushida is going to be the guy. He's got to get some revenge back, but not just yet. We, cool your jets. Not yet. Yeah, let's 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 have some great matches before we. Uh, and again, Kushida and Takahashi is a great match. Don't get me wrong. I just want to see the the variety. I, I, I'm I'm more excited to see the variety. Yeah, level of interest for that is is, is about an eight. Actually, that that is going to be interesting. Seven eight. I'll go that route. Sure, why not? Now, this next match for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles is a three-way featuring the champions, uh, War Machine, defending against Tenkozy, and G.O.D. Um, I'm sorry to say, but I think we're looking at a title change here. I really do. I, I, I'm not sure. I could be wrong, but I'm not sure how long uh, War Machine is going to be hanging around New Japan for. I, I would hope a little longer, but I don't know. I, I just get the feeling we're looking at it. A, a quick title change, probably G.O.D. Have, there haven't, I mean, uh, in looking at the lineup and in looking at these past couple days, 
you know, there's only been, uh, well, there's been two. There's been two title changes. Uh, uh, they could, Colin. They, they absolutely could. Uh, especially going into these Long Beach shows. Especially going into these Long Beach shows. Yeah, it's, all, it's all just going to be tag matches. For it those could be Geo. You, you think Geo? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut, shut your mouth. Um, you think G.O.D.? Yeah, I, I really do. That, that's, that's the gut feeling I get. I'm going to say War Machine Retain. Because War Machine, you know, they can do uh, uh, Ring of Honor stuff. And they have. I'm going to say they hold on to it a little bit longer. I'm going to say they successfully defend. I think the Bread Club, uh, unfortunately, are the odd team out. And um, is Kojima the best on Twitter? Oh, he, there's, there's nobody better. I got to be honest with you. Long Beach, they're going to sell out of bread. Uh, every one of us maniacs, we're bringing a loaf of bread of some kind. Italian, ciabatta, whatever you want. Ciabatta bread. bread, did you say? <laughs> is it ciabatta? How do you pronounce it? Ciabatta. Ciabatta? ciabatta? Did I say ciabatta? I, I do call it ciabatta bread, actually. <laughs> there you go. Um, Speaking of title changes, Damon. Yeah. I uh, I think we're looking at a switcheroo here in this next match for the never-open-weight six-man tag titles. We've got LIJ taking on the champions. Uh, who? Who are the champions? Okay, you, you correctly named two-thirds of them before we went on the air. So we've got Tanahashi, yeah, Taguchi, I got that. I got that. and Ricochet. I forgot completely about Ricochet. I could not for the life of me remember that Ricochet was a, was a never-six-man champion. He is. And, damn it, I'm going to go out on a limb <laughs> and I'm going to say we're we're looking at a title change here. Why not? Uh, exactly yes. because why not? Why not? Why yep. not? That's exactly what these things are. It's exactly what they mean. Zilcho, nothing. Um, yeah, why not? Title change. That's. I know everybody was kind of like, oh, that's fun. This is fun. All the title changes are fun. <laughs> but this is this is the end result of that fun. Like now now you got to pay the fucking piper. Now it's like you know. Now here here are the consequences of of this being the hot potato fun belt. It's meaningless. You just fucking watch, and it's a title change. It's like, map ah, okay, great, all right, yeah, yeah, sure, calm. Yeah. Title change. Let's do it. Yep, title change. Lij, your new uh, never open weight six man tag champs. Okay, so then let's do this because we have no idea right now. I want you to predict who the next never six-man tag team champions will be. Who will defeat LIJ? Oh, God. Uh, Kojima, Juice Robinson. Uh-huh. Uh, hmm. And Kojima, Juice Robinson, and Will Ospreay. Because <laughs> we, we have to have, like, a super high flyer in there, I think. Okay, but that, again, you got chaos in the mix, right? So you get, you got to remember about factions, right? Yeah, so Will Ospreay who, who cares? Will Ospreay might be the guy. <laughs> Who, who gives Fact. a shit, Damon? Who gives? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna say, huh? I'm gonna say, really? Who gives a fuck? Kojima, Juice, and Finley. No, no. I'm gonna say, um, Michael Elgin. Wow. Okay. Um, Michael Elgin to Gooch. And Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi's in chaos, no, 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 I'm Damon. Sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, my bad. Yoshitatsu. My Yoshi, bad. Yoshitatsu, okay. That, that sounds like a more appropriate choice. All right. There you go. Your new, new never six-man champion. It's going to be interesting to go back once these titles change hands again 
Yeah. And, by and the way, see which one of us was right. Go ahead. By the way, Michael Elgin just drove off the side of a fucking road. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I ain't not winning these belts. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't want any parts of this shit. <laughs> well. The good news is, uh, doesn't look like Mike's returning until July. So I, oh, that's right. yeah, I think it's me. safe to say the titles are going to change hands before them. Yeah, you're right. Nah, I blew that one. All right. Well, well you know what? Can we can we ask the listeners? Give us your six man. That's a great, good, David. Yeah. What what yeah. what a great contest that could be if if yeah. you correctly name the the next never trios champions, yeah. you'll you'll get an autograph or something. Okay, I have something I can give away. Um, I haven't determined it yet, um, but I'll figure it out. Like an autographed 8 by 10 with somebody. I have something lying around here somewhere. There you go. I can be fucking used. All right, let's do that. Let's make it official. So you have to tweet us. You have to use the old Twitter box, right? Tweet Colin at what, what, what are you? At, at Purecast. Okay, we're at Purecast. Uh, tweet him your Never six-man tag team champions, a team that will defeat LIJ, because we're assuming LIJ wins these belts at Dontaku. If you can name the next – actually, just name the next champ. No, you can't be named the next. It has to be who defeats LIJ or whoever defeats um, whoever the champions are now. Right. So you're naming the next ones after Dontaku. Yep, the, ne- the next Never Trios champions over Dontaku. Tweet us your predictions. If you're right – Yes, you're you're getting a, a uh, autograph eight by ten, and it has to be it has to be all you have, you must name all three champions correctly. Correct. Yes, yes. I and I have something here. I'm sure I, I don't know exactly what I have. I, just, I have a folder full of fucking shit. So, um, we'll make it worth your time. Don't worry about it. There you go, Damon. How about that? Making making up contests right on the air. Right on the air. I like it. All right. Good. Good. Now here's a sexy uh, semi main event for you: Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenny Omega in the New Japan Cup rematch. Yep. Um, looking forward to this match. I think it's safe to say that Omega is going to be walking away with the victory. He's going to be getting his win back because there are, uh, shall, shall we say, bigger and brighter things in store for young Kenneth. Yes, yes. Here we go. So uh, we're building up for the summertime months and. Uh, Again, it's a little undecided on of uh, whether we're talking Dominion or we're talking G1. I still am uh, holding firm that this match with Okada will take place come G1 Long Beach Live on Access TV. That I'll tell be- you my prediction when we get to the main event. All right. But uh, Ishii and Omega is a very sexy uh, match. I think everybody's looking forward to round two here. Uh, again, I remember my original prediction or original review of the first one. And again, I wasn't sour on it, but I thought it could be better. I thought they left something on the table. Well, here's where they can shut my mouth and make this happen. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. Dare I say great. And, uh, big stage, big spotlight. Omega big implications. Big, impl- everything big, big. And, uh, on we go with, uh, the future of new Japan in the balance. Speaking of big, let's talk about the main event here. Kazuchika Okada defending against the uh, big bad luck Fale here, who has just been built up to be a, an unstoppable monster. And that's the thing that uh, I will give credit to New Japan for. You know, when we first saw this match on paper, I think we both let out a collective, oh, boy, here we go. But... The booking here, you know, Fale hitting that tombstone on everyone, hitting the pinning Okada with the tombstone. He 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 has looked more like a monster now more than ever. And um, 
Okada having to go through him will mean a lot down the road. I think so, too. I think it does play into the tale of, you know, Okada, it feels like he's hanging on by a thread, right, in, in, in some of these matches. And again, the wide variety of opponents and the wide variety of ass beaten that he's been getting. Um, he's got the, you know, the, the methodical uh, pick you apart kind of uh, ass beat. Well, you know, first the, the, the dome, which was just a, uh, a barn burner, uh, a brutal encounter in, in that regard where you're throwing everything in the kitchen sink. And then it's Suzuki. Well, you know, then it's Dash. He gets his ass beat by Suzuki Goon. Follow that up with, uh, again, one of those matches where it was, you know, he got picked apart and 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 methodically beat down by Suzuki. It's a torturous match. Torturous match. And then you follow that up with Shibata, who, you know, that match is going to go down as one of the most more classic matches in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, the brutality, the fight that that was. Uh, and now we're talking, uh, you know, for a good solid month, it's Fale who's just been having no bullshit, squashing him at every opportunity and every chance, uh, really laying the beat down on him, a big guy beat down. And we're going into uh, Duntaku with, uh, again, trying to raise the question of if he can get past this monster who will definitely wear him down. Um, and I think, again, I think storyline-wise, it does make sense that, that it's Fale that you know delivers another – Fale might not win this match, but he's going to deliver an ass-beating that I think will continue a, a, in the storyline with uh, Omega and Okada. Absolutely. You know, you, you mentioned all of the, uh, the classic matches that Okada has been having this year, the Suzuki match, the Shibata match, and now the Fale match. All of this is building towards a greater thing. You know, Okada has, has had to overcome some insurmountable odds here. And in the process, in that journey, um, his, his body has been worn down by all of these competitors. And, um, and even Tiger Mask W. We hey, yeah, you can't forget about that match. That was a great match, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think that that slips under the radar too. Yeah, yeah. don't don't sleep on it, Damon. <laughs> don't sleep on it. All right, and all right. Don't don't sleep on this Fale match. I I I don't think. Look, I don't think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be very good. But you know, look at Okada's track record this year. Classic yeah. match after classic match. If it is great, I I won't be surprised. Yeah, if anybody's going to pull out a great match, it's going to be Okada. Um, if anybody's up to the task, it's Okada. And again, I think Fale will have his working shoes on. He's not going to have his six-man tag uh, shoes on. He's going to do his damnedest to make this a fine fucking match. And he has in the past. Um, so I'm confident that this will be a very good match. I'm confident. Um, it's, 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 it's the, the marquee matchup of the, of the evening on a marquee show that every year um, looks to deliver in, in Fukuoka uh, during a, a holiday week. Look, it's a it's a big spot. Fale's not going to let let people down. He he wants to perform well. So uh, I think, yeah. While on paper it may not be the sexiest of matchups, it's uh, I think it will deliver. At the end of the day, we'll be here next week talking about how Okada delivered and Fale um, was able to exceed our expectations. So and, I'm going to go on record and say I'm at an eight. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm pretty close to where you are. I'm at a seven or, or an eight. I think that this is a very good match. But the the story to me really is what happens after the match because I I I, I can't imagine that uh, somebody, shall we say, won't come down and 
lay out the challenge to Okada. And Damon, I'm going to go on record right here, right now. There is going to be an IWGP heavyweight title match at Dominion. There can't not be. There is going to be a title match. And we're going towards Omega versus Okada. For Omega to come out at the end of this match and and challenge Okada to, to skip over at Dominion, that kind of undermines the importance of Dominion to me. So I'm going on record here. Omega's going to come out. He's going to challenge Okada for Dominion. Okay. And I think that that plays into Kenny Omega's uh, train of thought that he is going to disrespect Dominion. Uh, don't don't think too hard about this, though. Oh, I'm thinking thing. hard. Don't. I'm thinking long and hard. I'm thinking long and hard, baby, because G1 in Long Beach, that's a perfect spot. So, uh, look, I'm not going to sit here and cry if it doesn't fucking happen in Long Beach, right? I'm not going to cry about it, but... I think it makes sense. I think we got a strong enough main event in uh, Naito and Tanahashi. Yes, I know the history behind Dominion. Yes, I know that that traditionally you had both belts on the line. There yes. has to be and there will be. Mark my words. You will see an IWGP heavyweight title match. Okay. My logic says, uh, yep, if, if history is any indicator and, and the way this promotion works, yep, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stretch my limbs, think it's outside the box a little bit. And I'm going to go with Long Beach. All righty. We, we shall see what happens. But there is your Wrestling Dantaku card, ladies and gentlemen. Again, not the best-looking card on paper, but I think we're going to see some surprises here. So that is that. Uh, Damon, do you have anything else on the docket today? Well, just one thing. I know we, uh, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, we have these uh, next – not next weekend, but the weekend after, right, the 13th and the 14th. Uh, they announced uh, some of the participants and some of the matchups for these Ring of Honor shows coming up. Um, the War of War of the Worlds, Colin, they call it. And uh, we all know who's all going to be there. Kushida will be there. Uh, LIJ minus, unfortunately, Takahashi will not be in attendance uh, on these shows. Kenny Omega only doing Canada, uh, which, again, has me a little concerned. I'm not going to lie. Because as they were saying, this is once again visa issues, Colin. Visa issues. Yeah, that's what they say. Now, is that going to, I mean, uh, you know, Big Dave was writing in his uh, weekly publication called The Observer. He was saying that uh, they were working on it as they speak, fixing those things. But is that going to put his appearance at G1 in peril? I, I, I have a theory here, Damon. I have a little yeah. bit of a conspiracy theory. Is I this think, Donald Trump? Is I, this, is this I, Vince McMahon? I, I think that Vince McMahon... Colin, before you go in, because I know, uh, but I, I don't want to lose this thought. My apologies. Go ahead. I, I did hear something. I heard, and I, this is not confirmed. I heard that WWE was going to put on a network special the same night. I, I heard the same thing. I heard did the you same hear thing. It? And it, of course they are. It would not surprise me in, in, in the slightest... Man, what fucking dicks. <laughs> that That's what they are. That's what they are. And that leads me to my conspiracy. I think Vince McMahon is going to make a phone call to Donald Trump, and he is going to block. I'm not even joking here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty serious here. He's going to block Kenny Omega from getting across the border. Right? Okay. That, that could happen. <laughs> Colin, if that happens, legit, I would, I would, I don't know what I would do. I, uh, that is, uh, listen, we're, I know we're, joking and we're half tongue-in-cheek here but I'm, oh I'm, my god crazy I'm kind of joking in this world. i'm kind of joking but not right 
<laughs> Look, they gave millions of dollars to that campaign. They're That's friends. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Wow. That would be something. Um, we live okay. in a crazy world, Damon. We do live in a crazy world. Yeah, listen, uh, you know, we got bigger fish to fry with like North Korea and all, but uh, no, wow. this, this is this is <laughs> this by is far. Bigger, we bigger, must block Kenny thing. Omega from getting across the border. We must, uh, must. All right, Linda, Linda's got the uh, inside track. Yep. All right, that's uh, that's this, that's discouraging news. <laughs> this 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 G these G one shows are in peril. Yeah, oh, this administration fuck. is screwing up these G one Long Beach shows. Yeah. But I did honestly. I did hear that the WWE, uh, they're planning on having something on the network that same night, that Friday night. Who cares? Is that really? What, what is that going to affect? Uh, um, Colin, if they put uh, listen, I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but mainstream audience, it's going to be on the network they, though. I know, but anything that they can do to chip away at shit, man. I mean, I mean, they they would, you know, back in the day when WrestleMania was at Trump. Oh my God, it's all tying together. Yeah, Colin. see, when WrestleMania was at four was at Trump uh, Casinos in Atlantic City, four and put, five, right? But the four being more important because that on that same day, that's when Crockett did the first Clash of the, Clash of the Champions. That's right, and that blew away WrestleMania. Blew the fuck away. Uh, Sting and Flair went like forty five minute draw. Uh, Midnight's against Fantastic, which was fantastic. Uh, they had the barbed wire match with Dusty and the Road Warriors against, uh, what was it, Powers of Pain, and uh, I forget who else was in that match. But They didn't but have yeah. the Macho Man, though. Uh, well, I mean, listen, that <laughs> tournament. You could, that, uh, did you ever watch that tournament? Oh, I, have I ever. Oh, my God, it puts you to sleep. Have like three I minutes. Ever. Dino Bravo versus, what, Junkyard Dog or whatever. Yeah. Oh, what a Hogan versus show. Andre, the rematch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they had to get rid of Hogan because he was going to do his movie. Um, was I think the best match was with the finals was like DiBiase and uh, Savage, wasn't it? Yeah, and Hogan yeah. interfered. That, yeah. that was indeed the finals. But yeah, getting back to our point here, though. Oh, yeah, it's all tying together. Yeah, it's all tying together. Stranger wow. Things, folks. Stranger Things. Oh, no, the G one's going to be headlined with Yoshihashi, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well. We're getting tag matches, aren't we? Get, get, getting back to these War of the Worlds shows, I think that the most attractive match on all the cards, at least to me, is this Marty Skrull versus Kushida match. That's in Philly, right? That's, that's, yeah, that's Philadelphia. that is in Philadelphia. Yeah. That is a dream match to me. That's good. But listen, New York's got some good, good, good shit too. Um, Osprey against Jay White should be really fun. Young Tana Bucks Hash. versus. Uh, go, go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Young Bucks versus Naito and uh, Bushi. Yep, that should be really good. Very good. Um. Tanahashi, Adam Cole. And again, I'm not the biggest Adam Cole guy, but he can work. That's going to be a good match. It's going to be a solid match. Um, yeah, there's, there's some good shit. There's some, there's some good stuff. And again, that, the, the main event uh, looks like Cody is going to be your Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. I think everyone's kind of pointing a finger toward that uh, as we move toward those dates. It's like a, a three-way with Christopher Daniels him and the winner of like this multi-man you know but jay lethal and dalton castle i think is in it and silas young and all a whole bunch of different people so who knows uh but yeah new york looks pretty good these some of these shows are looking uh, pretty nice on paper so uh, we have that to look forward to as well yep so stop by new york city say hi to damon and stop by there. philly and say hi to me at the metallica concert <laughs> well, I'll be at Philly too. I'll be at the Philly uh, show as well. I'll be at New York. Uh, yeah, definitely say hi. Um, you can't miss me. 
<laughs> um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll tweet out stuff as as we get closer. Yeah, you're going to Metallica, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yes, I am. The, the night of the New York City War of the Worlds. It seems, it seems weird that you're going to be in New York City and I'm going to be in Philly. That's like a, some sort of bizarro world, but... All right. Well, there listen, you you'll have fun. If you need recommendations of where to eat uh, around the stadiums, of course, that's mine. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> ask anyone else, Damon. Believe me. I wouldn't listen, ask there anyone all the time. Else. I got to fucking find something. There's not like, a, you know, I just, you know, I'm at the stadiums all the time. Well, folks, there you go. A, a, a jam-packed two-hour PuroCast today. Um, we're going to be back next week, of course, reviewing the Dontaku show. Um, Damon, a- any final words before I take us home here? Well, again, I think uh, everyone should be excited for the Gaijin Collectibles giveaway. Yes. Uh, those tickets, uh, the, again, the meet and greet as well as the event ticket for both nights, is it, Colin? Uh, yeah, both nights. Wow, that's pretty – that's pretty. That's that's a great giveaway. Uh, so, again, like us on Facebook. Like Gaijin Collectibles. Um, get in on that. Um, again, you're responsible for your own airfare, your own lodging, but – Find a way to get there because uh, you don't want to miss out. And, again, if you're the, the grand prize winner, that's a sweet deal. So get on that. Again, our meetup uh, will be that night, that Saturday night. We'll be meeting somewhere in Long Beach at a fine establishment yet to be determined. Check out the Reddit post uh, on the NJPW subreddit with more information. It will be updated there. And, again, we'll tweet out links and Facebook and all that stuff as we get closer. But if you're in Long Beach for those New Japan shows, you definitely want to hit that meetup. We got those gift bags we'll be giving away, plus other goodies we'll be giving away as well. So get on that. Uh, aside from that, uh, again, we have the Ring of Honor shows to look forward to. Definitely hit me up. Uh, buy me a beer or three, and uh, we'll have a good time there as well. All right, very good, Damon. And remember, NewJapanPuroCast.com, your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast. Listen to each and every new episode on the website directly. As soon as it is uploaded, of course, you can also check us out on the Great Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. We're usually up there on a Monday afternoon, and naturally, all links to Facebook, Twitter, social media, iTunes, Stitcher, all on NewJapanPuroCast.com, and of course, GaijinCollectibles.com, your one-stop shop for all things in the world of Puturesu merchandise, action figures, trading cards, t-shirts, all sorts of collectibles, and you definitely want to get in on that uh, amazing contest that they're having. Tickets to the uh, G1 Long Beach shows. You can't beat that. So check it out. Again, we will retweet and share all links on social media. And like I said, we're going to be back here next weekend to review this pro wrestling Dantaku show, which takes place this Wednesday, May 3rd. So for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys right here next weekend. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.